What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran. With me, Josh Engelman at Josh Engelman on the Twitters. Follow me at Lafayette underscore D. Uh, yeah, one game today, a real barn burner. A lot of anticipation. Easy for me to say, I guy. Great a job lot so of far. Anticipation leading up to this one between the Detroit Pistons and the Orlando Magic. And Josh and I are here to break it all down. So we're happy to have you with us. It's uh, it's a good one, man. Not only are we here to break it down, we're going to do this again. I know. <laughs> we're back for the deeper dive in seven hours. Oh, remarkable stuff. I mean, look, here's the thing. Still, it, is, it is extra meaningless today with the amount of Q tags that are on both sides, too. I know. And a hundred. I told you it was going to be 100K to first. Yeah. That's a lot, 100K to first for the showdown. It's a hundred. I haven't looked at DraftKings. I only know FanDuel's contest for today. DK's a hundred is what I was referring to. Yeah. FanDuel's a hundred as well. There it is, man. People just hundred K to first. Not that it matters here, but fifteen K to second. Wait, a hundred K to first and fifteen. Yeah. To yeah. Second. Yeah. I mean, it's show. It's FanDuel single game contest. So like. No, I get it. I get you're it. not. You're probably not solo banking without some real preposterous nonsense. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. DK's 100K to first, 25 to second. And then yeah. 10 to third. And FanDuel is 100, then 15, then six. Yeah, finishing eighth wouldn't be fun on DraftKings for $1,000. I mean, you lost money for sure. Especially if you solo it. But the problem today... I don't know if it's a problem, but we'll definitely have a lot more insight going into the deeper dive. We're on the deeper dive, right? Not live before. Are you on the deeper dive with me or live? We're on the live? deeper dive. Okay. Thank God. Right. Uh, the difference is we might have some news right now. You have no idea what Kate Cunningham status is and it's an illness. So like, it's really impossible to even predict one way or another. Wendell yeah. Carter Jr. is another huge questionable spot here. I mean, that's massive. The guy's been destroying of late. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Grant is out. Jalen Suggs is out. Chuma Okiki was recently ruled out. Hamadou Diallo is out. Uh, Rodney Magruder, who started in place of Cade Cunningham last game, is also questionable, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – we're just kind of flying blind right now. I assume we're still flying pretty blind at five o'clock tonight, but at the very least we'll have, uh, at least we'll be a little bit more directionally accurate. There are some things we can certainly touch on here, but let's remember guys, we are quite a few hours away from lock on a one game NBA slate. If we don't get to the hypothetical of what happens if Cade is out and Rodney Magruder is out and so-and-so Jamarco Pickett or some made up name starts we, we don't know. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> Glenn Smith said, how many damn shows do you have on today? LOL, better get innovative. We're always innovative. We, we've done this. Before. You and I will be innovative. We've done this before. And by if we're going to have a one game slate, you and I will be fine. Yeah. And by innovative, I mean, anything can happen. But again, you're right. It will be like, it's going to make life a lot easier once we actually have insight into what's going on. I'm glad I got the memo that you and I should wear like the same shirt. 
You know, I noticed that too. And I have very few shirts that aren't just crew neck. I'm a big crew neck guy now. Just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm team V neck. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. I'm, I'm generally not. I got a few of them. I'm, I'm mostly a crew neck guy, but uh, yeah, I noticed same cut and all that stuff. Just a little, little, little lighter color on your part. Yeah. Mine's a little bit more like charcoal. Yeah. Mine's a, mine is Navy blue. Matches yeah, the, match the awesome hat. hat. I was gonna match. Who's our sponsor today? Never mind. No, I won't talk about it right now. I'll talk about it at a later date. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we could still get into a little bit here though, because, like you said, maybe going over all of the the hypotheticals is unnecessary at this point, especially yeah. given that it's one game and you're not gonna have to make like an absurd amount of adjustments. We could talk a little bit about showdown strategy, though, for NBA. It's so much different than something like football, for sure. Yeah. Uh, like, football is different because you could have a guy um, – I'm trying to – I always have a tough time thinking of just, like, random names that – you know, that like a random – who were the guys – it was last year. Uh, it was great for me because I ended up getting to a lot of these – and sometimes it doesn't work out like that. Uh, but – like super, oh, Jakeem Grant, okay, when he was, with, say, like Chicago, he can have a, an end around for a 50-yard touchdown in a low-scoring game, and it's the only time he touches the ball all game, and it's one of the six snaps that he's on the court for, right? You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And, and he's in the optimal. Uh, you could have one 60-yard reception for a touchdown, uh, or you're a backup running back, like a Samaje Pirine, for example. Bam, 45-yard reception, touchdown in the optimal. With basketball, it's not about singular opportunities. You need those minutes. And when you're out there, you at least need some of the opportunity while you're on the floor getting that opportunity. So it's just a lot different than football in that respect. Yeah, like Terrence Ross would be a good example for today. He's $1,000 on DraftKings. Like he can't hit like a 20-point shot in a minute and be that guy. You're going to need, depending on how it breaks, he's going to need eight nine fantasy points to be relevant at that spot. If the other pay up options do well, you actually have to get out there. And that's exactly. where it starts to get a little confusing. And usually. Yeah. Usually. But that, that isn't to say that, you know, a thousand dollar Terrence Ross. What, what do you think? What do you think he plays? How many minutes today? Assuming, assuming every, well, assuming there's no other injuries. We do have, I gave him, I gave him 16. So at least Terrence Ross is the type of guy that might decide to shoot 10 times. So there's that, right. But other players just aren't going to provide you with any value while they're out there in their 10 to 12 minutes. So no. That's really just what you're looking for here. And if we kick it off with Detroit, by the way, shout out to all you guys for hanging with us this morning. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe to the channel. We're at what? 74,400 74, plus subscribers here doing big things. Pretty good, too. We're almost at 70. We're almost at three quarters of 100,000. It's good stuff. When we get to 100K, it's going to be good. Yeah, we're going to have to do something wild. Yeah, uh, when we get to 100K, we're going to need to create a different account so that you and I can do shows and we don't have the potential to lose our account. <laughs> Every day that goes by makes it uh, riskier and riskier to put you and I on a stream together. Oh, yeah, we'll catch those three strikes real quick once we once we get that uh, that silver play button or whatever no. it is. But, yeah, 
Uh, if you want to join the channel too, you can get the free super chats each month, the custom emojis, the uh, sweet badges. Haven't seen Tony yet, but I know he's rocking the ice. Same with our boy El Negro Loco. Uh, and then we'll always prioritize your questions and comments along with the Discord members. We're, we're trying too, to do more uh, incentives. Like we have the March Madness bracket. Is that done, Jordan? Is that, is, you can't do that? You can't sign up anymore? It's cool if you can't, but I'm just saying well, a lot of different stuff. You should yeah, they haven't have started two yet. hours, but I don't know. How, I don't know how it works. Me neither. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know if they like have a cutoff point, but either way, if you want to join, join. If you don't, don't. Uh, I don't more that stuff. Hit the thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. So do you I'm assuming you have Kate in right now. I do. Everybody. I have everybody that's questionable in. Yeah. OK. And, and like I say, Okiki was recently ruled out, like not long before we started this show. Oh, wait, really? Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm, I'm not wrong about that. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got ruled out at 930. Uh, you know, I was eating breakfast and stuff. I didn't even notice. It happens. Okay, cool. It happens, man. It happens. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's significant, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that changes things up pretty dramatically. As weird as that sounds like. No, it, it absolutely does. I mean, this is already somebody that was playing considerable minutes, played what, 30 minutes last time. It was a blowout, but. Uh, yeah, good playing time for Okiki. He's out. We'll get there. But with Detroit, let's talk about less about hypotheticals and more about what we know. Diallo's out. Uh, I'm throwing Frank Jackson is in the, into the mix just because because if Cade's out, then, you know, other things can happen. Rodney Magruder's questionable started for Cade last game. But the big one here is Jeremy Grant has already been ruled out. And this is a guy that in a competitive spot is playing 37, 38, 39 minutes, Josh. Yeah, I feel like you wanted me to keep going with this Jeremy Grant conversation, and all I could think about is fixing this Orlando rotation for Jim Okiki. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it going to be uh, Iggy Brasdakis getting a little bit more? Well, run? let's do that. Let's do that on the show when we get there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's for for sure. I just, I don't know, for some reason, just ignored you. I felt very Adam in that moment. Not a problem, but you kind of understood where i was going with that yeah, yeah jeremy, we're talking detroit i got jeremy you. Uh, oh grant, i heard everything i'm yeah, better yeah, at adam yeah. than that adam doesn't hear anything no i knew exactly what you were saying i just was not prepared to answer your question the, <laughs> the jeremy grant absence since we already know that it's definitive yeah. it's concrete what does that affect like, okay so let me let me put it to you this way we know that sadiq bay is already it, this should be a close game too, already going to play uh, a lot of minutes that's that's yeah. locked in Forget about usage for a minute. Let's talk about who fills the void in terms of a potential, you know, 36 to 40 minutes that are voided by Jeremy Grant. Yeah, so we we sort of saw this their last time out. Um, we had no Cade uh, the last game, and even just that allowed Marvin Bagley to be out on the floor a little bit longer. Uh, I, I think that we're just now with no Jeremy Grant. We're going to get 30 minutes out of Marvin Bagley. You would expect potentially to get a little bit more uh, minutes out of Kelly Olynyk. I don't necessarily think that has to happen here. Uh, might happen if Rodney Magruder ends up out. We shall see. But for now, uh, assuming with Jeremy Grant out, I, I think we just give that bump to Marvin Bagley right out of the gate. So I have Bagley in right now for 29 minutes. I think that I'm going to end up at 30 by the time we get there. And then the, the other big piece, I think we probably see Isaiah Livers get a little bit of a bump here. He played 32 minutes with no Cade on Tuesday, but he played 27 minutes on Sunday. 
just seems like he's going to be getting a little bit more run right now. I got him in for 25 minutes. I think he probably gets the biggest benefit. Uh, I got Magruder in for 21, assuming he plays. The Cade and Sadiq Bay pieces are probably the easiest pieces to project for Detroit. They're just going to play a shit ton so long as they're in. Do, do you think it's possible, though, that if Marvin Bagley's soak, soaking up a lot of those lost minutes for Grant, that we could see uh, additional minutes for Kelly Olenek? I, I, I know you mentioned Livers, and I think, you know, that's obviously a spot where he gets, you know, additional opportunity. And Olenek kind of seems to have fallen out of favor here in Detroit a little bit. His minutes have gone down while Livers have gone up. But it, do you think you can get to, you know, 20, 22 minutes for Olenek? Because he is the type of guy on a showdown slate with two bad teams that when he goes off, he goes off. I gave him 19 minutes. Okay. Um, I think that there's upside in that number for sure. Like clearly if Marvin Bagley or, you know, even if Isaiah Stewart gets in a little bit of foul trouble, there's, there's going to be room to take on some more minutes and they're not exactly like a super deep, deep team. You know, could they go to more Luca Garza? Sure. Uh, Pickett played on Friday, the 11th. He hasn't played otherwise in the entire month. They don't tend to go all that deep. Um, I think Olenek, if Magruder is out, I'd be very surprised if Olenek continued to play the limited minutes he's been seeing. Last three games for Olenek, 13, 15, and 13. If we also, if we lose Magruder for this one, along with Grant, I'd be very surprised if Olenek doesn't get to like your standard 18 to 22 backup run. If, if Olenek got to 22, I'd be all right with him at 4K for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think it's outlandish to get to him not at 4K. Like, or like uh, if... I mean, um, not a 22 minute, not at a 22 minute projection. Right, yeah, like... I don't think 4K is all that problematic. He's certainly the type of guy that you would want to take the shot on um, if right. we're losing these guys. Like, let me grab – let me update ah, – I can't even update my crunch right now because of Okiki, so it won't matter. But, no, like, I have Kelly Olynyk at 19 minutes right now, and that makes him, for me, sort of like the fourth best play from Detroit. Hey, Glenn Smith, welcome to Team Awesome, my brother. Glad to have you here. Sweet badge. So if you were, okay, then if right now, if, if Olenek is four, who is one, two, and three? So one on Detroit, um, assuming I'm right, and Isaiah Livers is playing like 25 minutes, he's 2,400. It's him. Uh, yeah, to it's me, he's be. the, and I think Magruder's in the same sort of situation. If Magruder can play, he's 1,200. He's going to play like 20 minutes. Both of those guys become like the essential value pieces. 20 minutes locking in. And, you know, like it's not like Magruder's a good fantasy point per minute guy, but he's 1,200. If he's playing 20 minutes, he's the guy. If Livers is playing 25 minutes at 0.8, he's the guy. Those two guys stand out the most for me on DraftKings. It's not fun. Like you don't want to be attacking Detroit's garbage as the most optimal stuff that you can get to, but I really do think they are the two best options from Orlando because it unlocks everything else. This is actually shaping up to be a decent showdown slate because it's like you don't have to play a guy that's going to get seven minutes. Right. You it's, know, it also sucks because these two teams suck, but that's neither here nor there. Of course. But like, okay, if Cade's out, how many minutes do we get for a $2,000 Sabian Lee? Sabian Lee, sorry. Interesting question because. Let me just pull this up just to double check. 
Okay, so he is with the team. He's not with the G League affiliate right now. If Cade is out, Lee falls into, I don't know, 16 minutes, 18 minutes. He's played 20, 18, and 16 in his last three, in, in their last three games. So my assumption here would be that Lee would become the backup point guard to Killian Hayes. Actually, I don't think, I think he was a DMP last game, just to throw that out there. But yeah, he played 16, 8, 17 and a half, and then 20 in the three games there. But they were all three of those games. I mean, those are the only three games he's played. He's only played those three games because Killian Hayes was out. So I think he just slides into some like backup guard run. They play a little bit more Killian Hayes, Corey Joseph at like alongside of each other because they're just running out of guard bodies at that point. Um, I don't think that Lee takes on a massive role. Clearly he becomes a guy you like everybody's playable. If you project somebody for a minute today, they're probably playable (laughs) in a showdown contest. Do you think Killian Hayes gets to 30 minutes? No, assuming, Kate assuming Kate, oh, if, if Kate is out, uh, probably, he got 30 last game. Yeah. But his, his minutes are bullshit for the last game. Corey Joseph picked up two fouls in his first rotation, picked up a third in the second quarter, picked up his fourth and fifth in the third quarter. He was okay. not set to play those minutes. They were going to Corey Joseph and Hayes subbed in for him on each one of those. Uh, those guys are direct backups, 48 minutes. Yeah, for sure. But I wasn't sure just given the the uh, no Cade if, if things were a little bit different there. So, it, all right. It just complicates matters. It adds in a lot of maybes to this. But I think you just you get a little bit more, well, a lot of it more of Hayes and Joseph alongside of each other. And that brings, like, I just, if Cade is out, I just don't see Lee getting all that much more run because Killian Hayes is back. Right. And they ran with a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a nine man rotation last game. And they were missing Cade. They were missing Frank Jackson uh, and Diallo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Saban Lee was with the G League. Okay, so it's very possible that you see another condensed rotation with Grant out if Cade is out. And we don't have to get too far into the weeds here, but Diallo's already out. Magruder could be out. Yeah. Jackson's out. You, you if could Kate, see, yeah, if Kate I'll, and Magruder are out, they have nine guys. They have only nine guys. That if, they Kate and, if Kate yeah. and Magruder do not play today, they have nine active bodies. So there you go. There you go. The whole yeah. bench is going to be viable. <clears throat> yeah. The, the value coming out of Detroit is great. It's going to allow you to be paying up to the, depending on how Orlando breaks, but it allows you to pay up for the Wendell Carter, Jr. Cole Anthony tier of the magic. All right. God, that opens up so much if they are. Even if it even if does. even if they're not out, there's still a decent amount there, right? Because yeah. of Jeremy Grant's absence. But Magruder would be big just given that he started last game. If Cade's so it's all, you know, one ties into the other. It's kind of a domino effect here. Like Magruder can play, but it won't matter if Cunningham's active. Right. So, all right. Anybody that just is wildly unappealing to you. Not to say that they're not viable for a showdown, but anyone at their price point you look at and you say, you know what? There's just so many better options. This is someone I'd rather be underweight on. Uh, You give me one second while I click this update button and I could run a crunch and tell you exactly how I feel. Let's do it. Actually, I can give you more than a second. 
because well, we I already can talk got it, but breaks of gad. No, 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 no <laughs> breaks of gad. Uh, we can talk about no house advantage, though, because they have brought you an entirely different way to enjoy DFS with player prop contest. It's 100 percent peer to peer helps you level the playing field and every single user, any user, every one of you, when you deposit, sign up using the promo code awesome, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, you get twenty five dollars when you sign up and deposit. You can go to knowhouseadvantage.com. You can download it in the App Store, the Google Play Store, wherever you feel like going. It's there. So for all of you, for the taking, 25 bucks, boom. But it's not just player prop contest. It's you're building lineups as you would do on another site, but there's no salary cap. And when you're selecting these props, you're not taking, you're not, there's no juice on either side, just the over or the under. Uh, and the ones you like the most go at the top of the lineup. They get the most points. The ones you're least confident go at the bottom. They get the fewest points or they lose the fewest points if you lose on them. But also we have the no house advantage projections and optimal lineup tools at awesome.com free seven days a week, 365 days of the year. We have the player prop tools. We have odd shopper, all of which you don't have to pay a cent for. You can use for all of your research purposes, all of your strategy purposes over at no house advantage. And I will say you need to exploit the fact that the props over at no house advantage are static. They do not move which means that while it seems everyone would be on to that, they're not. So uh, compare them with the props. Use our tools. Use the promo code AWESOMO when you sign up. Start winning some money over there. Again, you can download it in the App Store, No House Advantage, the Google Play Store, or go to NoHouseAdvantage.com. All right, Josh, what do we got? Let's talk Orlando here. Let's do it. Uh, actually, I can. let me – you gave me a question before you did that read about it, guys we, that I wasn't all that interested in from Detroit. Yeah. So let me hit on that quickly just to, you know, cover all of our bases. Um, I mean, if this breaks the way that I think that it would and Cade plays and Magruder plays, then I think Killian Hayes at 5,200 is a pretty bad play um, just because I don't think that they're trying to play him as many minutes. I think he's a great guy to avoid today for people that only look at box scores and think he played a lot of minutes because he played a lot of minutes. Sure. He was he was not lined up to play those minutes. As long as Corey Joseph's not in foul trouble, he's going to be the guy that's getting 27 to 30 minutes here, and Hayes is going to play as the backup. I think Hayes is an actively bad play at 5,200, uh, and I think he's going to end up over-owned because of that last run, which I'm honestly happy about. After that, I think everybody kind of slots in where they should. I don't see anything. Like, we have Hayes 22% owned, if I'm seeing this correctly today. Um, let's that's see. What, that's what yes, I see in yes, fantasy yes, yes, right yes. now. Yep, twenty-two percent. He came out of my sim at seven. I will not have a bigger disparity between anyone there. Um, I think that Livers and Magruder both look a lot better if you if you want to just get the value. So I would much rather get the like we have Hayes more owned than Corey Joseph. That's insane to me. That is illogical. Yeah. I mean, look, Corey Joseph is not a particularly good per minute producer, but like you said, he is the starter here. So right. there's that. And let's not act like Killian Hayes is good. No, Corey I know. Jo- right. Corey Joseph in my model is 0.77 FanDuel points per minute. Killian Hayes is 0.8. They're the same guy. Yep. Yeah, take the guy with more minutes here. Yeah. Especially in what should be a close game. I, I said it before, but it-, it is incredible. The Detroit Pistons have now pushed or covered in 12 straight games. Like, that's amazing, right? And they've won half of those outright as big dogs. So every game they've been going into, 
you know, with or without Cade, whoever it is that they've got on the active roster that day, they go in and they battle. And it's not like Orlando's one of those teams that you would worry that this game gets out of control. So no, I like it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It's it's really weird because I, obviously Killian Hayes could have a big day. He could get those minutes. Like it's the Detroit Pistons. They could do whatever they want. They don't have, they're not playing for anything here. But if you're looking at that immediately and thinking that Killian Hayes should play more minutes than Corey Joseph, you're looking at it incorrectly. That is true. So Orlando has no Akiki. They have no Jalen Suggs. Those are two guys that were filling up pretty decent minutes here. I, I would like to. All right. So let's. What was the rotation? So they faced. It's so tough because they got smoked by Kyrie Irving and the Nets yes, were did. the Nets were along for the ride. Yeah. But. It'll be by what forty eight or forty two or something like that. 42. It was like one fifty to one oh eight. Yeah, at one uh, yeah at one point Irving had I think forty two and and Orlando had fifty three. Like, wolf. It's wolf. It was one of the best shooting performances I've ever seen. Honestly, he's he's good, man. Irving had sixty minutes or sixty points, and he subbed out three and a half minutes into the fourth. Granted, he played like the entire first half, but still. Yeah, I would have liked to see him go out there and really take a shot at it. At what, though? Just, I don't know, 80, going after Booker, going after Kobe. I hear you. I hear you. I thought about that, too. Like, just let him go. But what's Booker's? What did he do, 73? Was it? I don't know. Kobe was 81. Yeah, uh, Booker at 70. For some reason, I felt like he took an extra three there at the end. Kobe was 81, right? Yeah. 70. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie Irving's pretty good. I think, though... Jordan's uh, mad at us that we're not wearing green. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Not Irish. Don't care. No? What are you? Give a shit about St. Pat's? Why would I? What 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 are you, Pollock? I don't know. Poor yeah, poor trash from Europe. I Jordan, can say whatever what? I want, Jordan. It's me. No, he's shaking his head because I said Pollock, like I just said some terrible insult or something. A Pollock? I, so. I mean, Should it is in like jokes when you're a seven-year-old. A pole? A pole? Yeah, Jordan. It's just describing a person from Poland. My neighbor, my neighbor is like heavy accent, Polish, entire family still lives in Poland. He's, uh, he's never, he's never taken offense to that or he has and just never said anything, but we're good buddies. Anyway, are you, uh, apparently Pol- it might actually be derogatory. Really? Yeah. Pol- Get out of here. Because it refers, I, I believe it might be because it refers to poor immigrants from Poland. Oh, man. Cancel me now. I don't know. Josh. It's uh, okay. The term Polak was used neutrally through the late 19th century, but today is considered an ethnic slur in North America as it was really? associated with poorer immigrants. The, when Polish I said that, refer, you... <laughs> the Polish still refer to themselves by this term, and other countries do not attach an offensive connotation. So basically, oh. It's like a lot of things going on in life right now. So the wait, people so that we are just most like mad are not the people up. that should be mad. So did we just make this shit up so we have something else to be offended by is what you're saying? Correct. 
as okay. a Polak, okay. I'm cool with it, man. You, I'll give you permission to use it. Thank you. All right. Let me double yeah. check that I am, in fact, a Polak. You don't know? I, I can never remember which, like, garbage European country my ancestors are from. We so weren't exactly, I... like, diving into piles of gold like Scrooge McDuck, it... you know? <laughs> so is it, like, saying... Like an Irish person. Yeah, just a... just say all of them. Just say all the things you want to compare it to. No, 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 no. I'm Irish. Is it can... like I can say this? I can say this. A Mick, right? Like, oh, he's a Mick. Uh, probably. You know what I mean? You've heard. That. I mean, five seconds ago, I didn't think it was a slur either. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm obviously not throwing out intentional slurs on a, on a fantasy show, and well, you I, as you just. So wait, did you just say other countries still use it? Uh, yeah, internationally it's fine. Uh, okay. Okay, well, so I, I am. Oh, this is perfect. I I pulled up my twenty three and me. I am fifty point one percent Eastern European. Poland is the first uh, region in that section from Podkarpaki Vovoidership. So yeah. Yeah, straight Polish. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it could be uh, people from Jaroslaw or Jaslo or Krosno or Sanok. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a Pole. Also, the only other likely match for me. Well, in you're Eastern allowed Europe, to call yourself a Polak. Yeah, we all know how that one works. I'm allowed to say whatever I want for myself. Uh, let's talk about the most interesting piece here for me right now. So I'm 50% Eastern European, 49.7% Northwestern European, 0.2% broadly European. I'm very European. The second biggest area in Eastern Europe, the only likely match alongside Poland, I'm about to take up a cause. That would be the Ukraine. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're Ukrainian. Obviously, man. Let me get some yellow. <laughs> Do I got any yellow I can put on too? Oh man. From right. uh ooh, biggest area, Ternopil Oblast, which I assume means like city or something. Second, Kiev. Hmm. Yeah, I pronounce it Kiev, not Kiev. I'm Ukrainian. Yeah, that's a new one, right? No, not for me. I'm Ukrainian. You go- I've been I've been well aware. Wait, so you go by the new or the old pronunciation? I go by Kiev as a Ukrainian. I believe Kiev is Russian speak for my area. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Mateus said, if you don't know the person, you don't call him a Polak unless you want to throw down. Evidently. Fair enough. Hungary and Slovakia, the other two possible matches. And I can say for certain, uh, Slovakia was definitely one that was mentioned a lot when I was growing up as a child. Would you be concerned? Is it so? Okay, so you're Slovakian, you're Hungarian. Interesting. I'm just a lot of Irish. I don't really no. look like your your normal Irish person, though. You know? I'd like to think that I look Far exactly like everything that I'm talking about. <laughs> oh man, yeah. All right. Well, here's what I know. This uh, this show is going exactly as I expected it to. Look, man, we'll we'll tackle all of it for real on the deeper dive. Uh, you know, Germany I, is the other likely match. Maybe someone would have, but if, if Jordan didn't react like that, no one would have even said anything. No, not yeah. at all. 
which is Ooh. cool. Hey, you learn something new every day. You French and German. Just sweet. I mean, I would never apologize for something like that because it's, you know. Don't worry. I'll get you canceled on Twitter. After honest mistake. But if someone says, hey, we're throwing down, if you start calling a Polish person a Polish, I say, I'm not going to do it. Right. I think that's reasonable. I'm offended as a Polish person that you would refer to me as a Polak. That's my word. Oh, I get it. You, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, playing actually, no, the- no, it worked out perfectly. Jordan's the one offended in this scenario, and it has nothing to do with him. <laughs> Couldn't be more American. It's yeah, it's like a caricature of what like you figure something out, and immediately you're like, you know what? That pissed me off. I didn't Jordan's know Jordan's mad, and I'm the pole, but I'm fired up, boys. <laughs> hashtag time, let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start a hashtag. All right. I'm going to need to put one in my profiles and stuff too. I wonder what the dislike button looks like right now. Hit that yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, too. that's a thing, right? Oh, did you know there's dislikes on Twitter now? Yes, it's a testing, but they don't show how many there are. So it basically. So it's like does, YouTube. <laughs> right, which is a problem in my opinion, because then it just. I don't think there should be a dislike button at all because it's just going to. What? I do. No, because then what happens is you just start to what happens is, okay, there's a dislike button. So then people come in, even though you may be saying something legitimate. And this is more like the political Twitter is a disgusting, you know, wasteland. It's it's a it's disgusting. Right. You agree with me there. Not that you ever venture over there, but I do sometimes brutal both sides you, you know so, how much i love to take in political of course, everything. Of course. but yeah. heels dug in echo chambers galore all of that stuff so now it's like you can just incessantly downvote anything that you disagree with and my guess is that twitter is just going to push it all the way to the bottom even if you're not saying anything that's 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 incorrect or even offensive it's just if if it goes against what people you know what i mean it, it just I furthers just, it just furthers know. the divide of echo chamber. It just furthers the divide now where like if somebody tweets something left or right doesn't matter. Now, all of the comments that are promoted are going to be in agreement. And I think that's that's odd that that we're just making it even more so d- divisive than it's already been. That's a fair take, right? Maybe I don't think you're wrong in what you're saying, but like there's downvotes in Reddit and nobody seems to freak out. Like it seems to work as intended. Um, well, on Reddit, the heavily, the most Reddit's, but no Reddit, that, that's a perfect example though. You're actually going with me here because Reddit is insanely divided by on political lines. Insanely. Right. So like, but like the only way you can find anything on there that goes against the OP is by sorting by controversial, uh, comments fair mm. by the way there is the most absurd subreddit that i've ever seen in my life called female there's a there's a subreddit the called, moan. called no called cringetopia where it's just like all the most cringy shit on the internet it's good stuff i recommend you check it out but there's one called female dating strategy it is the most absurd and, and insane, as you might say, preposterous thing I've ever said. Just check it out. Peruse it and get back to me at some point. I just want to know what your thoughts are on some of the, the insanity that goes on in there. 
right. Do it. Just do it, please. You, you'll you'll appreciate me right now. No, 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 not right now. Oh, okay. Maybe before the deeper dive. Yeah. Okay. So Orlando, man. Yeah, we got about eight minutes. Orlando, Jordan still hasn't changed the sidebar because I don't blame. Oh no. Wait, I thought you were gonna do Detroit, no house advantage, Orlando. He's too busy getting offended about Poland, man. <laughs> Jordan's gonna walk off the walk off the set. All right. I don't think there's a whole lot to. The, the, okay, if Wendell Carter Jr. is out, everything changes. That's just massive, right? Like yeah, he's. Start, it, it's basically impossible to talk about Orlando without that news. Because he's the best player of the slate. <laughs> he is the best player on the slate, but. How good of a play does Mo Wagner become if someone like Wendell Carter Jr. is out? Because Okiki's already out. So I have Wendell Carter Jr. coming out of my sim as my number one guy. If he happens to get ruled out, like fire up your, uh, like fire up, I don't know, Iggy Brazdakis at 1800. You know, you get more minutes for 1K Terrence Ross. RJ Hampton already looks like a fantastic value. Maybe they go to Robin Lopez for a decent chunk of time. That, like, the starting lineup for Orlando becomes very important if Wendell Carter Jr. happens to be out. Who would occupy? Like, we got 20 minutes from Robin Lopez um, on Friday, March 4th, when Wendell Carter Jr. was out. How many did wait? Was was Mo Wagner out? He because he's been out. He's been in and out of the lineup. He was also out. The next game, then uh, we also had no Suggs, so it would look very similar. Right. March fifth, no Suggs, no Carter, also no Gary Harris in that one. We got twenty-two minutes out of Iggy Brazdakis, twenty-seven out of Mo Wagner. If Carter ends up out, I think that we get a forty-six hundred dollar Mo Wagner popping up quite a bit. I would think so. Was Okiki in or out for that game? Okiki was in and played 34 minutes. So, I mean, but I think that Okiki can just be basically become Gary Harris in that example. Okay. Yeah. Gary Harris was out. And I think those are pretty good analogs to each other. I agree. Wagner could become very valuable today is what we're saying. Yep. Absolutely. He's a plus one fantasy point per minute guy. Uh, Not to mention that Wendell Carter is like one of the highest usage guys anyway. So on the team, I mean, not to say that he's like super high usage, but he's probably like what twenty two percent or so over the last thirty. Point point in. There's nobody in this starting lineup right now that's just going to be, you know, soaking up thirty five percent usage in this game. So, yeah. I, I'd be very interested in Wagner if if Wendell Carter Jr. plays like you said, he's the best play on in the game. Yep, he will be. Well, or Cade. RJ Hampton is probably the best play because he's 3,200. Because he's going to step in. He, he stepped into Jalen Suggs' role on Tuesday, played 31 minutes with no Suggs. I think that happens again. I think RJ Hampton becomes the guy that plays about 30 minutes. And I think he's just going to be a little bit more interesting because of the price tag. That's not, I'm not trying to undersell Mo Wagner. He's also clearly going to be exceptional if Wendell Carter is out. But I think Hampton is going to look a little bit better. Okay. Maybe I'm I wrong feel, and I'm, I'm saving too much salary. 
It's crazy too. Cunningham is uh, it, it could it played forty four minutes in regulation last game. So, yeah. I mean, who the hell at this point knows how many minutes he's going to get? But he's just far more expensive than everyone else. It's crazy how much more expensive he is than Wendell Carter. I don't really understand that. At this rate, it's not going to matter because it seems like we have enough value to like still very easily sure. get to Cade. Like again, I have everybody in. I have Cade in the optimal just as frequently as I have Wendell Carter. You can play Cunningham at captain and then Wendell Carter and utility or vice versa. We're good, Jordan. I, I got you. And, uh, and still kind of be able to do what you want. Oh, I have a lot of lineups that are made like that. It's easy. Yeah, like, it really is. Still, you can still easily get to Sadiq Bay in that situation. You can still eat. You can get to Bagley easily in that situation. Now the only question is, forget about Orlando. Let's close on this because I think this is probably more important. The Wendell Carter news is, is huge right now. If you just want to just give me your top five Orlando right now so everybody knows. We'll be back for the deeper dive. But I want to talk strategy for a second before we go. Yeah, uh, top five. Let's go ahead and turn this filter off because I was looking at lineups with just those two guys. Top five plays from Orlando. Uh, there we go. Wendell Carter Jr., Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, Franz Wagner, Mo Bamba. Okay. Now, and again, that's assuming everybody's just in. And yeah. those five guys are on a co- completely different level. Carter's 56%, Cole Anthony, 48%, Hampton, 41%, Vog- Franz Wagner, 38%, Mo Bamba, 34%. Next closest guy to Bamba is Fultz at 15 Huge drop-off. Yeah. I think Fultz is pretty massively over-owned at this moment. But So let's just assume you're going with this approach where it's like, hey, I can get to everybody. Yeah. Are there any good ways to mix this up? I mean, you've got so many entries going into these contests for a single basketball game, 100K up top. It, 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 it's going to be really difficult to try and get different here. So any recommendations, any thoughts on doing it a little bit differently than we normally would? Yeah, I mean, you're just going to look for a, a positive leverage spot or two, whether that's to me, uh, Isaiah Livers, or it's, you know, avoiding Killian Hayes. It's going to slightly more, um, let's see, who else do I have popping up that would be like a positive leverage play? I have RJ Hampton uh, significantly better off than the current ownership. He at 3,200 would be an interesting way to get different because if his ownership is correct at 23%, I think that's quite a bit low given the way that we're set up right now. Or you go to some truly low guys and you really hope for the best. Like, you know, if we get late news on Rodney Magruder and he's single digits, I think that's interesting at 1,200 because he's not the worst dude in the world at basketball. Gary Harris at 3K, if he's going to fall into some extra minutes, which he very easily could, I'm guessing his ownership comes up now with Okiki out, but that, that could be another spot. Right now we have a 2.7%. Maybe that changes. All right. Well, Josh, we'll be back for Live Before Lock, won't we? No, but we will be Our back deeper for the dive. deeper dive. You can then come you back for live before lock. I want to get out of here a little bit earlier than that. Yeah, you got locks before live before that. But more importantly, coming up right now, it's time, baby. March Madness College Basketball Live Before Lock with Ben Rasa and your boy Matt Gajeski. Just keep in mind, Josh, that before we head out of here, Breaks of God is the best way. It is the best way to get potentially 
significant high value cards without having to pay $1,500 for a box. They break them right on Instagram. You can get a slot option, pay under a hundred bucks, boom, on Instagram. You watch the break, they send it to your house. They break it out of a sealed box. It's all beautiful stuff over there. And it's how sports cards collectors of all ages are building legitimate card collections. If you use the link, well, breaksofgod.com slash A30, that's A30, you get 30% off your first break. A30, breaks of God dash slash, sorry, A30, get 30% off your first break. And uh, where should you follow them on Instagram, Josh? I assume at Breaks of God. Close. At Breaks of God. We'll see you back here uh, tonight. Stick around. It's the uh, college basketball live before lock show with Ben and Mac coming up next. Peace. We're supposed to talk about the tattoo. We can do that today. How did we just do 45 minutes?